Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. The governor of Imo State, Hope Uzodima, has failed to name the sponsors of insecurity in Imo State as promised. He made this statement in a stakeholders meeting held on Tuesday, the 4th of January, saying that his initial unguarded statement to name sponsors on insecurity in the state has led to further insecurity. The recent rate of insecurity in Imo State has become a source of concern to all. In an earlier development, a group of monarchs and clerics in Imo described the state as a war zone. According to them, the state of affairs in Imo had led to the loss of many lives and properties, toxification of the business environment, and destruction of public culture and trust. What is actually happening in Imo State? Is Imo State truly a war zone? Our colleague who is based there tells us more. My name is Jude Agugo Waman. I'm the trust correspondent in Oweri, Imo State. In this current political station, people are just hyping up things maybe to create more tension in the state. Mm. Uh, I, I'm here now. As I'm talking to you, I have not seen much of tension in Imo State. The thing is that because of the current security situation and the fact that uh, the governor said he would name those who are sponsoring insecurity in Imo State, so that created more tension. The governor has just finished the much anticipated stakeholders meeting where he had promised to name sponsors of uh, insecurity in Imo State. Fortunately and unfortunately for him, he has not named a single person. And uh, this statement by him helped to increase the tempo of insecurity in Imo State. That now, is the statement of him saying he wants to name that he will name sponsor of sponsors of insecurity. Okay. So this thing he has said now he has not anybody. He himself recognized the fact that this statement by him, he said it at the meeting, also helped to increase hype up insecurity in the state. In the state, he accused politicians and the media of latching out on that statement, you know, to make political gains or political statement. One thing he also said was that um, he accused Okrocha. He said Okrocha is his biggest problem in Imo. He said that Okrocha has failed to realize that he's a former governor. So the problem with Okrocha is Okrocha also wants to be a governor after being the governor of Imo for eight years. So you see, uh, uh, politicians sometimes make some unguarded statements and put their houses on fire. That statement by Uzodima, unguarded as it were, put Imo State on fire. Some of these reports you are seeing are just mere figment of some people's imagination. Yes, there are there are insecurity in Imo State. Yes, there are isolated killings, but not the way people are painting it. Just yesterday, there was an attack on the King's Palace, okay. which was put down, and uh, the perpetrators, one of them was killed by the police, and others ran away. It's like, you know, if you had been in George, if you had lived in George before, you see, see something will happen now. The next minute, you wouldn't even know that anything happened anywhere. So that's where it's mean anymore. You made a reference saying that you've covered um, Plateau State, which is just and are you trying to say, Owori, at the moment it's like living in just because we know how volatile and tense just can be. So if Owori is like living in just, it means there's a certain level of tension happening in Owori, right? Yes, this difference between Owori and uh, just is that there is no segregation. There is no, um, there is no um, uh, Christian quarters. There is no Muslim quarters. Okay, you understand. Mm. So that's the difference. 
But then, in the same scenario, the same crisis, crisis will erupt here and die the next minute, erupt there, die the same minute. Okay, so, so that is the, the situation. How did all this start? What started this tension? Now, you see, um, the moment the prison was attacked in April last year, that was when this problem started. And you know, tension in Imo started building up when the Supreme Court gave the judgment on the Imo state election. That was when this problem started. Justice Moise, in his prophetic judgment, said that this judgment will haunt Imo for a very long time to come. And that his assertion is very, very prophetic. The political gladiators from different camps are trying to gain political prominence, are trying to get political control, forming alliances here and there. And you know, um, the build-up of that, after the Supreme Court's judgment, Ihedioha went to court, asking the court to review its judgment. Mm. So that also created a lot of problems and tensions. And so the governor himself admitted that he brought soldiers, military to Olo, in the wake of the ESN IPOP crisis, that also created a hub of militancy in Olo. Okay. Right now, the hub of militancy in Imo State in Olo, the main reason is because the governor, in the heat of the, this crisis, invited the military to quench the Olo crisis. And since then, that military became an army of, of occupation. They have not left, they are there. This constant rate by security agencies is also creating a lot of tension. That is enough tension happening to be declared a tension, actually. Now, um, this happened, like you said, this happened after the prison break and after the Supreme Court um, declaration. Now, with how yes. tense that place is, as a journalist now, what is going to be the future of Imo State, especially with the elections coming around the corner? Now, um, I covered Anambra election. I know there was tension that Anambra election will be bloody. Anambra election went the way it went to. Since then, have you heard of any killing in Anambra State? So far, none. Sure. So that is the scenario that will play out in Imo State. The moment this election goes, you will not hear any other thing. The build-up to this is because people are wants to take political control. Mm. Politicians want to take political control. They are forming alliances. Okay. You understand? They are creating political camps. And I'm assuring you, the moment we gain firmer political environment, you will not see all this again. That was Jude Onwamanam, our colleague in Imo State. You are listening to Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this and other episodes of our podcast on Sprout. Google Podcast, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. We will be going on a short break to stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dailytrust On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash dailytrust And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash dailytrust To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download our podcast on Sprout, Google Podcast, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcast, and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. 
In this episode, we're looking at what is truly happening in Emo State. Before we went on a break, we spoke to our colleague who gave us the situation of things in the state. One striking point he made was that living in Emo State is like living in Joss. Now, if you've heard about Joss, you will know how volatile and tense it can be at times. Is living in Emo State truly like living in Joss? How safe do the people of Emo State feel? Bilkis Ahmed speaks to some residents. I'm a senior pastor and a senior civil servant. We are from Emo State. I live right inside the town of Oweri. Mostly it's relatively calm as of now, but to, to be fair enough, mm. in the last two weeks, one week and all that, it has been horrible. A lot of killings, a lot of kidnapping, killing of uh, innocent or young, young people, traditional rulers and all that. Mm. Around also Njaba, Olu, Okibwe, almost every part of burning down houses. Several of them and all that. We don't know what is going on. Where nobody feels secure. Mm. But the reality is that uh, within the last two, three days, okay, since this Christmas uh, celebration, um, everywhere have been relatively calm, apart from the attempt of kidnap of one politician or two chemos and all that. Mm. So everywhere have been relatively calm. What are people saying is the cause around? You, people must have been saying this is what is happening. This is the reason why they are killing everywhere, here and there. Uh, it could be as a result of our political puzzle. And, uh, but the way sometimes the security agents are used, I don't know. And maybe sometimes when this thing happens, they label order. Maybe sometimes they label ECN or label like pop and all that. Mm. But when you look at it critically, you know that there are some undertones, there are some other motives behind. Mm. So we don't know who is involved. The other day, uh, our governor said he will mention the actual unknown government. And the former governor also said he, in fact, uh, he will also mention the actual. So they know better. I am from Imo State. He cater precisely. I'm a businessman. Well, though I just came back from the the state just a few days ago, mm. and life is normal there. How normal, sir? Uh, people are living their normal lives. At least uh, banking activities were going on, uh, social activities going on in Oware in particular. But the only snag is on Monday when I traveled. All other places were busy until I got into Olu. Olu okay. was virtually deserted. The roads were deserted because of the seats at home. I didn't know I ran into it. Well, somebody advised me to go back. So I had to reverse and uh, straight into somebody's compound and waited till about 5.30 when normal say, you know, returned. So I continued my journey to Newi. But the next day, everywhere was busy. But did normal they, life came. Did, did they tell you why why they, they still sit at home at that, at that place at Olu, you said, right? Yes, Olu. Well, they are still saying that... Uh, and Kano is still in prison, and uh, so they are still asking for the release of Nandi uh, Kano. And along the road, no soldier, no police, nothing. The whole of that place deserted because I learned that the soldiers even run away from the boys. Mm. So that place is uh, really tough on Mondays alone, anyway. 
Okay. But any other place in Imo State, because um, stories are coming by that there's a lot of tension in Imo, especially in Oweri. I don't know if you've no, heard anything about is, that. Uh, no, I, I, what I know is that the place is uh, mainly that axis where the governor comes from. Our low axis, uh, Osu, Itenansa, maybe some places of Ihiala. Then those are the places, Mbudi, those are the areas close to his, the governor's local government and all that. So that's where the tension do you know the reason why there's tension around the governor's place? We call him Supreme Court governor. So it's not the people that voted him in. So the Supreme Court just gave him that. It's a kind of spillover anger. But there was election. How will people say that? Election. They elected their governor, and the Supreme Court turned it over. How can somebody who is on fourth position come to be first? Not even the second position person. Mm. That's a lot of interest. That judgment they gave will continue to haunt this country for years to come. Okay, so that's yeah, why the cool. people are still not happy since then. There's a lot of tension there. That's since why the tomorrow, governor is still nobody... not feeling secure in his own hometown. Yes, the governor himself is not needed at all to be a governor in that city. Uh, for me, most states here. From our mama, I'm a businessman. Okay, sir. We've been hearing stories that Imo State is in tension because of so many things that are happening. How true it is? How is the atmosphere like? My sister, those things they are saying is not, uh, somehow, it's not true. Because we, we, for now, we're is very calm. Okay. We're is very calm. Nothing is happening. There's no tension in your world now. Okay, okay. What about other places in Imo State? How calm is it? For now, for now, mm. everywhere is free. For now, there's no, there's no problem in any, any part of the local government. Okay, you've not heard of anything, tension in, no, in, no, no, in no, other no, places? No, 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 no. Not at all. Okay. So you don't right. have anything to tell us? No, I don't have anything to tell about other local government. Okay. Those are some residents of Imo State speaking with Bilki Ahmed. Who is to blame for the happenings and insecurity in the state? Who is to be held responsible? The role of the government is to protect lives and property. Is the government living up to that expectation? God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprouts.com or even listening on Nas FM, it's 9.9 in Yola or you could also listen in on Unity FM 93.3 in Jaws. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments, or intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust, and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening, and bye for now. Oh,